Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for you. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He told separately from LJ. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. <laughs> Hey, welcome to episode 246 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. Sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Dude, what a week. This has been absolutely insane. Well, first off, Sourheads bang. That's what's fueling me for the show. But we are literally on the very tail end of the remodel. And due to some unforeseen circumstances, it's getting done quicker than we thought this week. So the Fig Life wife and I have been busting our asses in the upstairs, getting stuff ripped out. Let me tell you something. A 46-year-old man in horrible condition, the only thing (laughs) I lift is pizza, should not be ripping out baseboard, carpet, pad, and laminate. Nor should the fig life wife. But you know what? My wife said, let's go into beast mode and knock this out. We did. We're both incredibly sore. That means we're getting drunk and floating in the pool on Saturday. But with all of that said, you are going to be driving the bus today. I have brought nothing to the show. No segments. No ideas. No toy spotting. It has been 100% remodel the house. So, right off the bat, I apologize. I'm bringing zero. Jeff's bringing 100. Scott's a little incapacitated, hunched over, walking with a cane now. (laughs) Very advanced age. But uh, aside from all of that, just call kidding aside, uh, we talked about Animal last week. And I knew it when I said it. I even said it was going to be a touchy subject. And I wanted to kind of double back this week to it. And it was about demolition being... Now, if I use the word ripoff, maybe that was a little bit harsh about demolition, maybe being a road warriors knockoff or ripoff. Let me give demolition their due. If they were garbage, they would not have held the WWF tag team titles three times. Demolition was outstanding. And obviously Vince saw a lot and enough in them to put the belts on them three times. I loved demolition as a kid. I loved him. But with that said, The Road Warriors came around. Nobody was like them. Vince couldn't get them. Then all of a sudden in WWF, here come Axe and Smash in leather, in spikes. They're painted up. And it's like, hmm, okay. You can't have them, so you copy them? It was a winning formula, obviously. Demolition was extremely successful. One of the best tag teams ever in WWF, if you ask me. But Soda actually brought up an interesting point that while Demolition isn't necessarily a ripoff, the powers of pain 100% are a ripoff. And I'll tell you what, Soda, I agree with you 100%. If there is a blatant ripoff of the Road Warriors, it's definitely the powers of pain. And I've actually gone back and watched powers of pain matches 
they weren't that good. No. Their matches, I I don't know if you agree with me, Jeff, but they, their matches did nothing for me now that I've gone back and watched them. I think a lot of the appeal in WWF is, was the double turn and Fuji being their manager. And there's a reason that they didn't win at WrestleMania 5. And there's a reason that they just broke them up eventually and just put them into singles runs. I They just weren't very good as a tag team. They were imposing. They made great looking action figures. But as far as in-ring, Demolition was head and shoulders above them. So were the Legion of Doom. And I'm not going to walk back my statement that I believe at the very least Demolition was inspired by the Road Warriors. But I will agree with Soda 100% that the Powers of Pain were 100% Road Warriors slash Legion of Doom ripoffs. Thank you. Well, technically, we've only gotten one, I don't even want to say set, but one, I guess you could kind of say set of Powers of Pain. And that was in the Jax Classic. Yes, correct. So, yes, they were awesome looking figures. I love the accessories. I mean, Warlord came with that walking skull stick and <laughs> axe came with it. I mean, I'm sorry. Barbarian came with an axe. Uh, yes. they were They were awesome. But... When you think of Road Warrior whipoffs, the first team that comes to my mind is Demolition. Even though yes. they were they were an S and M tag team, they were the very first three time S and M tag team in WWF. If you think about it, <laughs> all they were missing was the ball gag. <laughs> what? What's that, Scott? What? Anyways, but Demolition just they did have their own personality, and that's what made them as famous as they were. Is they had that charismatic personality to them where they would come in they take off the mask and they were looking straight into the camera and sticking out their tongue like they were going to come in and just beat our asses or whatever it was you know they had their own personalities i see the comparisons but demolition did enough to separate that stigma a lot of people going back nowadays will be like oh yeah they were ripoffs but at the time you didn't like for us, we did we ever think that, Scott? Did we ever think that Demolition was Road Warrior ripoffs? No, we thought Demolition was a cool-ass tag team in the WWF. No, but it, to me, it was very clear who inspired them. I wouldn't call them ripoffs necessarily, but I would say that they were definitely inspired by the Legion of Doom. Vince knew that the Road Warriors were a winning formula, and he took that formula and applied it to Demolition. Now, here's the thing, and I'm going to go back to what I said just a few minutes ago. If Demolition sucked and couldn't pull it off, Vince would have pulled the plug. And they, there's no way they would have held the Tag Team Championship three times. There's no way. But they were great in the ring. As you mentioned, Jeff, their personalities, their charisma brought them up to the next level. They were very physical. They pulled off the look extremely well with the in-ring presence and skill. And again, they wouldn't be three-time three time Tag Team Champions without that. So I'm giving Demolition their due but I am not giving the powers of pain their due. <laughs> just saying. they You go back and watch their matches, dude. They just, not very entertaining. And I think that was less barbarian and more warlord, personally. But mm-hmm. again, that's just my opinion. But I, if I did say last week that Demolition were Road Warrior ripoffs, I will walk that back and I will say Demolition, the look, the, the stroll to the ring, everything about them was heavily inspired by the Road Warriors. But the powers of pain, absolutely Road Warriors ripoffs. Tying it back to wrestling figures, Demolition have never had bad figures. No, no. Demolition has always had really good figures. And again, we have this talk every now and then. Guys that were just made to be action figures. 
And it seems to be a running theme that face paint really plays well into being an action figure or wearing a mask like The Fiend. But you're right, Jeff. There have been, gosh, I can't really think of any off the top of my head, bad demolition figures. Aside from LJN's bad of never giving a smash. But aside from that, yeah. Yeah, well, and also not giving us Barbarian to complete Warlord as the powers of pain. But aside from that, (laughs) aside from that. Yeah, Demolition's always had really good figures, and we're in need of more Demolition figures, Mattel, so please give us more Demolition. Well, we all know about that contract. We've beaten that dead horse. Yes, we have. Where did that saying come from? Beating a dead horse? Oh my god, that's horrible. Why would somebody do that? Where did the phrase hung like a horse come from? I I still don't get that. By the way, Key Lime Pie is the new bang flavor. People are finding it at their Walmart's right now i may have to order some off amazon and see what it tastes like and hopefully it'll be better than radical skedaddle how you haven't tried key lime pie yet no i haven't found it i need to order some off amazon or wherever i can find it maybe ebay okay so the good sister tara lynch she texted and found an entire basically palette of key lime pie and sent me the picture there's a whole slew of them there she hadn't tried it yet but I'm um, hearing good things, so definitely on the lookout for that one. Bane likes it, so it's a 50-50 chance over here. <laughs> you better be careful, dude. <laughs> Don't anger the Bane man. Before we get into our Pro Wrestling Tees and WhatAManeuver.net t-shirts, I want to announce that we have a writer for FullyPosablePodcast.com. We welcome Corey Human. He is now writing for the website. His first one is kind of titled Humble Beginnings, where he just kind of explains his background into wrestling figures. He has a passion for it. He loves writing about it because he loves writing about his passions, and wrestling figures falls into that, So and collecting toys altogether. So, Corey, th- welcome to the site. And on top of that, I am announcing right now... We are going to be adding a new section to the website, and it's called Signature Moments. Here's what we're going to do. Once a month, we want a listener to send in a picture of their autograph, a picture of them with the wrestler if they have it from that meeting, and a quick blurb of why that meeting meant so much to them. For example... Scott would write in about Sting and doing the Blade Runners and telling Sting, verbal vomiting on Sting, I should say, about how much he loves him. And he's, and then Sting's just looking at him like, Mark, 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 Mark. <laughs> well, nice meeting you, Mark. On your way. <laughs> but Scott would, be, Scott would write in about that or maybe meeting Road Warrior Animal. But what we want the listeners to do is we want you guys to send in two pictures, one with you and the wrestler, one of the autograph, and a quick blur, maybe one paragraph of why that meeting meant so much to you of meeting that wrestler. So that will be our new signature moments on FullyPosablePodcast.com, and that's going to be a new page, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, I love it. We've told so many stories on here about us meeting wrestlers. And it's going to be nice to hear back from the listeners now. I'm looking forward to that. That will be on FullyPosablePodcast.com. But right now, head on over there. You can read up Corey Human's writings. Matthew Goldberg's Q&A is also over there. And we're going to be putting up another Q&A here shortly. So check out FullyPosablePodcast.com. You can always go over there, listen to our new episode or our latest episode. And also, we got links to Pro Wrestling Tees and WhatAManeuver.net. And also, it's kind of cool. The gentleman that put the website together, his name is Randy Rigo. 
Randy actually has a running thing at the bottom regarding our Twitter. It's like every time I post or retweet or something, the Twitter just updates. Oh, it's like a ticker, like on ESPN with score updates. Exactly. So yeah, that's pretty cool. A lot going on over at fullyopposablepodcast.com. We're going to be doing more. I have more ideas. It's just about executing them. And Randy, myself, and Celeste are all working on those right now. But for now, go check out Corey Eumann's writings. Go check out Matthew Goldberg's Q&A. Check out our latest episode. And also click the links over to Pro Wrestling Tees and whatamaneuver.com. Net, you can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram, Fully Posable, WFP. If you want to go back and listen to any of our past podcasts, any of them at all, head on over to Podbean, search Fully Posable, and you can go back to episode one if you want. And I don't know why you would do that, but go for it. If you're feeling strong. (laughs) (laughs) Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Scott, I forgot the iPod. Dude, we're on episode what? 246? Yes. Okay. I'm just checking. 246 times we've sat down to do this. I've actually got to say, I'm impressed that we've had reviews to read. So many reviews. I think I started this at like episode 80 or something. Okay. So you're saying for like 160 episodes, we've sat down to do this and you forgot the iPod. eh, I forgot it before. Whatever. You just fight technology, dude. Embrace it. (laughs) So if you can, please leave an iTunes review. That would be greatly appreciated. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. Scott, why don't you hit up our buddies over at FOCO? Jeff. Yes. Do you want to prove you're the undisputed world heavyweight champion of WWE fandom? Of course you do. And FOCO.com is here to help. With FOCO's WWE bobbleheads, you can play the game with Triple H, let in the fiend Bray Wyatt, and break some glass with Stone Cold Steve Austin. FOCO's line of WWE bobbleheads includes all your favorite superstars and legends from then, now, and forever, including The Undertaker, The Rock, Edge, John Cena, AJ Styles, Ronda Rousey, Andre the Giant, and more. These bobbleheads from FOCO are handcrafted and hand-painted to depict the biggest names in sports entertainment, making them must-haves for fans and collectors alike. Don't miss out on these awesome collectibles. Head to FOCO.com now. That's FOCO.com, F-O-C-O.com, where at checkout, you can use code WFP10. Save yourself a sweet 10%. Also, check out that Undertaker bobblehead over there. It's fantastic. The eyes are rolled back into the head. Undertaker's doing his pose where he's got his hand up. But you can check that out. WFP10 will save you 10% if you would like to get that Undertaker bobblehead, AJ bobblehead, Cena bobblehead, any of the bobbleheads over there. Scott, did you do any toy spotting? Well, here we go again. Target, you just made the list again. (laughs) Again. So G.I. Joe had an event, or I should say Hasbro had an event for G.I. Joe where they were announcing new figures. And I had you on a text message. I had Travis on a text message. The wife was hunting for me. They did a new figure announcement. And they ran pre-orders across three different sites. Walmart for the G.I. Joe Retros. Target for the new Cobra Island exclusives. That they didn't learn their lesson last time. Hey guys, Target really dropped the ball the first time. Let's let them do it again. There's no way they can do this twice, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
And finally, on Hasbro, with they put the Snake Eyes exclusive back up, the box set, and Zartan and Cobra Infantry from uh, Series 3. So three different sites, which means three different sets of pre-orders. So, all three sites are queued up. Travis is on target. Shannon's on target. And Jeff, you got home just in time to also jump on target. Correct. They went live at... Oh, crap. Was it 2? Yes, 2 p.m. Okay, so they went live at 2 p.m. 5 Eastern, 2 Pacific. Three different websites all at the same time, pre-orders. I jumped on to Hasbro, the Hasbro site first, Hasbro Pulse. Nabbed the snake eyes. At the same time I'm doing that, I have another browser window open. And I knew Target was going to be a jerk. So I'm also on Target. The same time I'm doing Hasbro Pulse, looking at, I've got the, the Firefly. I keep refreshing. No figures are showing up because it's supposed to be Firefly and the Cobra Viper as the exclusive for Target. Again, refreshing, refreshing. They're not popping up. No figures shown. So I complete my order at Hasbro Pulse, get what I need. I complete my order at Walmart, all the while still refreshing Target. And the two figures that are supposed to be live with them for pre-order, not showing up. Nowhere. Just refresh, not there. Refresh, not there. And I start hitting up social media, and I'm seeing that everybody is seeing the same thing. Within a minute or two, news starts to break. They're already sold out. I'm like, well, how in the hell can they be sold out when they haven't even popped up? Then all of a sudden, oh, hey, Firefly and Cobra Viper pop up on the screen. Pre-order sold out. Target managed to do it again. So here's my question, Hasbro and Target. Are we going to make it three times in a row? Are we going to give them another Cobra Island exclusive and let them fumble that ball too? The third time in a row? Because this is now two in a row. Target sucks. They're the worst. They also fumbled the ball with the Legends line. With that pre-order. Remember that? At two in the morning? Oh yeah. Who does pre-orders at two in the morning? They got to stop giving, they being Hasbro and Mattel, stop giving Target exclusives. They fumble the ball. They're awful. I have no faith in their system. They're garbage. I, I, I Target is just trash to me. I'm so pissed at Target. Unbelievably pissed at Target. No problems on Walmart. No problems on Hasbro Pulse. Now, they were gone quickly on Hasbro Pulse, but my transaction went right through. Target, again, dropped the ball. Done with Target, dude. Done with Target. So, of course, me, like everybody else that missed out on those two figures on Target are going to be throwing up the fig life signal when those things hit in January. And, you know, boots on the ground, we're going to have to hope for the best to be able to get our hands on those because online, they've screwed up again. One thing I'm noticing is that very few people are getting them. And I mean, like, when I say people, us, it seems like the bots are just going in and just just snatching them right up because there's no limit. There's no whatever. I mean, the bots are just going in and picking them right off. Yep. I did see a couple people. Sorry, I saw one person on Twitter that got him, and I was amazed. And Christopher McLeod told me that Adam Riches got his. Oh, wow. So I don't know how they did it. It's just luck of the draw, whatever it may be. They were able to snag him. But like you said, dude, I was seeing the same thing over here. I had Hasbro Pulse up in one screen. I had Target up in the other. And like you, I was refreshing Target, Hasbro Pulse in the other, completing my order over there. What I like about Hasbro Pulse is it's a limit one per person. So there's plenty of stock. But when you go over to Target, that ain't the case. 
that's garbage. That's absolute garbage. Now, I actually did screw up on the pre-order day. I had gotten the Snake Eyes Deluxe, which I, I'm going to be pretty close to having the full set of the, the Joe Classifieds now. Got the Snake Eyes. I forgot that you had to go into a set because it didn't show up under the Pulse exclusives. It was just under the G.I. Joe brands where they had Zartan and the Cobra Infantry Trooper. Infantry Trooper. Right. So I forgot about that. And I'm like, why isn't Zartan showing up? And so now I'm like fumbling around with Target. I've already closed my deal. I've got my pre-order on Walmart. Good with that. Got my Snake Eyes Deluxe. Messing around with Target trying to figure that out. And I'm still hunting around the Hasbro site looking for the Zartan and the Cobra Trooper. And I was like, oh crap, they're under the brands. And by the time I got in, Cobra Infantry Trooper was already gone. No big surprise there. The army builders got him. But that was like 15 minutes into the process. Was able to get Zartan. Ended up getting the Cobra Trooper on uh, Big Bad Toy Store. I pre-ordered two of them through there. So good on those. But again, Target drops the ball. Not to make this a whole G.I. Joe conversation, but it's really frustrating when you've got exclusives showing up at one store. Like, put a CAPTCHA system in or something. Just a box that says, I am not a robot. I would imagine that'll probably stop a lot of this because now Terminator's looking at himself like, oh, sad. I can't get 18 Cobra Troopers. Oh, (laughs) Click the boxes that have lights in them. Yeah, exactly. Something to deter all of this. Like Hasbro and Target, they they need to fix this. And like I said, they screwed up with the Legends pre-order too. By the time people actually woke up and realized what was going on, I think all you could get was Paul Orndorff. Yep, that was it garbage and not the Paul Orndorff figure is garbage but I mean the process you're going to put pre-orders live at 2 a.m Target needs a huge they need somebody that is capable of running collectibles and exclusives like this that understand the collector community and what drives them what they're passionate about fix it if you're going to cater to us fix it so that your system isn't broken I'm so pissed at Target dude just ugh I don't even want to go inside of a Target, but I'm kind of stuck now because I have to look for these figures. But see, that's the thing is they don't... Target's such a big box store. It's got groceries. It's got towels. It's got vacuum cleaners. It's got so many different products that toys probably just isn't on their radar. Maybe just like, okay, cool. We got the Mattel exclusives. We got the Hasbro exclusive for our store. Cool. That's all they care about. Oh, we need to move stock. Okay, so let's... We don't have a limit on what needs to be purchased. You know, if they want to buy 15 Cobra Troopers, they can buy 15 Cobra Troopers, whatever it may be. That's their thinking is they got to move stock. They're not going to do one per person. Well, what I'm liking is I'm seeing a lot, a lot of hate for Target and Hasbro over all of this. And what it's going to take, honestly, is us collectors to keep raising our voice. And eventually they'll have to address it. They'll have to. The system's got to be fixed. And I'm not I'm not talking just G.I. Joe's. I'm talking NECA's. I'm talking wrestling. Everything that they have that is like Target exclusive collectible, it's got to be fixed. They've got to pay more attention, dude. And what's going to do it is us collectors continually raising our voice. And what's funny is if you look at the two figures, the exclusives, you look at the star rating on those figures. <laughs> have you ever done that? <laughs> no. Oh, dude. Every one of their exclusives has one star. And it's because you can't vote at zero. But everybody that got screwed over by Target's pre-order system immediately went on and left a one-star review. Oh my God, And dude. it was like, screw scalpers, <laughs> screw bots. I couldn't even get one. These other guys got like 20. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> every one of their exclusives has one star. 
I know the other thing that Target has an issue with is when they were sending out the Mattel Elite Legends, a lot of people were receiving their Mattel Elite Legends damaged. And on top of that, they were also receiving a sticker right on the plastic, right on the front. And that's something else that needs to be corrected. Don't throw in bad boxed figures or beat up figures like that. That's unacceptable. And what's that sticker? Why does this barcode need to be right on the plastic? I mean, some of us are autographed hounds. That doesn't need to be there. Yeah, no, it, it comes down to, and we've had this conversation before too. It comes down to, if you're going to sell collectibles, treat them as such. Correct. Don't just toss them in a box with nothing around it. Or like Amazon shipping out that Storm Shadow figure that was an exclusive and they're putting it out in a bubble mailer. Like, what are you guys thinking? Like, if you're a loose collector, cool, no problem. But if you're a mint on card, oh my gosh. And I get my figure in a bubble mailer, that's not acceptable. So this morning, Celeste went to Target and she was there right as they opened out in Dublin. And she walked in on a case of Elite 78. Oh, nice. She picked me up another Billy Graham. I'm going to open that bad boy up just so I can have that figure out on the loose shelf. It's so good, dude. It's going to be in the top 10 for this year for sure. That figure is outstanding. Uh, as of right now, Io Shirai and Billy Graham are neck and neck for that number one spot. Yeah, it's it's a tight race, dude. That Graham figure is outstanding. Mattel just totally hit it out of the park. Outstanding job. It, it is Billy Graham. I mean, without a doubt, it's Billy Graham. It's two generations of Billy Graham. That's the impressive part. So she grabbed me Billy Graham. She also picked me up R-Truth, which I was thankful for because I was I was starting to look at Mercari for that one. Just because, one, I love R-Truth, and two, I wanted the 24-7 title. Because I'm not going to buy the Gronk figure, but... <laughs> Are you sure you're not going to get his Funko Pop or his... Uh... Uh, no. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. Not, not going to do that at all. Not going to do it. <laughs> uh, I do owe a huge thank you to Keith... He was at Walmart and he goes, hey, do you need any of the AEW figures? And I was like, eh, just Brandy Rhodes to complete my series one. He goes, here you go. And he took a picture. Whoa. I was all PayPal ready. Here we go. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. You found Brandy? Brandy is out there. So guys, be on the hunt for the Brandy figure. They are hitting shelves. And that's about it for me. I did check out some Targets, some Walmarts. Nothing back to report. Celeste was the lucky one who found Elite 78 for me. And actually a case of it. But she, she you know what's funny is all the figures were there. R-Truth, Drake Maverick, Matt Riddle, except the Chase Naomi. Really? That was the only one that wasn't there. Was it a full case or there had been picked through? That I don't know. I got to ask her when she gets home. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. You know one more gripe that I have while I'm on the subject of hitting target in the head with a baseball bat? Pre-orders. Pre-orders that you actually are successful with? Yeah. Why are people finding them on the pegs way before you get it shipped to your house? If it's a pre-order, shouldn't those get fulfilled first? Or at least at the same time? Don't get me started with that one right now. I could go off on another toy store regarding, or no, I shouldn't say toy store, toy company regarding that one. It's ridiculous. But here's the thing. like I'm, I'm talking specifically like a big box store. Walmart okay. or Target. So I could use the Elite Legends, for example. Pre-ordered the Greg Valentine and the Bobby Heenan. Weeks before I got mine in the mail, they were hitting pegs. And then you start to get nervous because, okay, it's on the peg. Somebody could pick it up for me. But 
I'm already invested into my pre-order, but what if they cancel my pre-order unexpectedly? I've already passed it up on the pegs. Now I don't have my pre-order. How do I get that figure? I'm in that situation with Walmart right now too. With the G.I. Joe retros, I have the entire set of um, vehicles on pre-order, but people are finding them in the store. Like um, somebody hit me up and they're like, oh, hey, look, I've got the Hiss and the Striker," And I'm like, I've got them on pre-order. I can't take them. But Walmart is now starting to push out the pre-order shipping dates to like January. And what if they just randomly don't fulfill the pre-order? They're like, oh, sorry, we ran out of product or we have to cancel your pre-order. Okay, so now I've passed on it on the shelf and I'm going to miss out because I had a pre-order in that's no longer being honored. That's what I'm starting to get nervous about. If you pre-order it, it should be fulfilled at least at the same time that the stores are getting their stock. That's not unreasonable, right? No, not at all. Yeah, see, mm, something's got to be fixed, dude. And yes, we're grown man, grown men bitching about toys, but we're kind of holding the cash here. So you might want to listen. <laughs> Just saying. So that is it for Toy Spotty. Scott, we've got a little bit of news. What do you say we jump into it? Let's talk about it. Oh, you gonna learn today. Scott, before we jump into the news, why don't you talk about our buddies over at Manscaped? Yes, guys, head over to manscaped.com. Load up your cart with everything that you need to keep yourself smelling fresh and looking fresh by grooming yourself up with their weed whacker, their lawnmower, their shears. Check out their awesome line of products, manscaped.com. Load up your cart at checkout. Use code WFP20. Save yourself 20% and get free shipping. Scott, while we were in between segments, there was a box that was delivered onto my porch. What's in the box? And I was just talking about it last segment. And here it is, Scott. You can hear the bubble wrap. Well done, Keith. Well done on that bubble wrap. That's how you package a collectible. That is, Scott. Here is the Brandy Rhodes figure. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, as best as I can tell... From what you're holding me there? I mean, it's not bad. It's pretty good. It's still a pass for me. Like I said, I think I'm skipping series one, but that's not a bad figure. It's okay. The So I like the purple hair. I dig the outfit they put her in. Yeah, pretty good. Okay, and now your series one is wrapped up, right? Series one is wrapped up. Very nice. How many points of articulation will you give that one? Uh, I'd have to see it in person. Out of 10, I'll give it a Six, four, six, okay. six. I was from the shot through the camera. I was thinking a 6.7. So okay. we're kind of in the ballpark. Yeah. Now I got to go rate some pizza. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of pizza, I think I'm going to order round table when we're done here. Oh, are you? I think so. Yeah. It's a West coast pizza that is overpriced, but delicious. Yes. They call themselves the last honest pizza. So when you do things like that, you can overcharge for your pizza. <laughs> Scott, regarding the other toy lines, Boss Fight Studios showed off Umbrella Academy. Uh, They showed off the art, kind of like what's going to be packaged, the articulation. They just showed off kind of like a rendering, I guess you could say, the designer art and stuff. They showed that off. You can always go onto their Facebook, just search Boss Fight Studios, and you'll be able to see that over there. The figure will be in a four-inch scale. And me being a huge fan of Boss Fight Studios, one- because I love their work. Two, 
I do another show with Eric Arana, who's a partner and lead designer over there. I think they do amazing work. If you're a fan of the Umbrella Academy, go hit them up. Pre-orders. I, actually, I got to check if pre-orders are live over there, but go hit them up. I love what they're doing over there, not only with Umbrella Academy, but with their Legends of Lucha Libre line. For sure. And the wife and I are huge fans of Umbrella Academy as well. Those are definitely going to be must purchases for us. The figure, just from what they've done on the sketch so far, looks outstanding. Super 7 Target Exclusives. Here we go with Target Exclusives. Oh, yay. (laughs) Hitting shelves is Optimus Prime and Megatron reaction figures. They are showing up right now. If you're a Transformers fan, look for those Super 7 reaction figures. Thoughts and prayers. TNP, TNP. Not toilet paper, but thoughts and prayers. Yes. It's got wrestling figure news, Royal Rumble series. Line was announced, Ultimate Warrior, Titus O'Neil. So I'm guessing they found a home for the Titus O'Neil that was supposed to come out in the NXT set a couple, was it a couple years back? Yeah. Titus O'Neil, Umaga, which I'm actually a fan of because Mattel crushed that very first Umaga figure. I think that was Elite 42. Something like that. But yeah, that was an outstanding figure. I thought they did a fantastic job on that. And Stone Cold Steve Austin. Also, WWE.com, you can go vote on the Jeff Hardy figure that will be in the Ultimate Edition line that will be Amazon exclusive. Thank God, not Target. Oh, I was so nervous there for a second. I'm like, okay, I really want a Hardy figure. If you were going to say Target, oh my gosh. I was just going (laughs) to stop collecting toys. (laughs) Done. Yeah, (laughs) I'm out. I'm starting a fantasy baseball podcast. Yeah, exactly. Well, this has been fun for 246 episodes, but Target killed my passion. Thank you, Target. (laughs) Here are the three Jeff Hardys you can vote on. Jeff Hardy from SmackDown on December 19th, 2008. Uh, Face paint, had the gloves, obviously. He had the spinner title. The picture they showed, it showed him with the spinner title. It's just like a, a live action shot. WWE Armageddon 2008. Face paint as well. Or WrestleMania 25, where he had purple and white face paint on gloves. Those will be the three that you can choose from. How cool would it be if it was just one of those, but with those three different heads? Oh, dude. Yeah, that would be very cool. So I wonder if like the alternate head in the package is going to be just unpainted. Uh, Possibly. Yeah, so you get like an unpainted and then a painted version. That'd be kind of cool. Like if you're not going to do all three heads in one, then at least do one unpainted. Now, I wonder if the one that you can vote on with the spinner title, if that'll be an accessory. Oh, possibly. Absolutely. Could be. Okay. They, they got to sprice it up, right? Sprice it. Yes. Good word. Thank it's you. It's a mix, mixer of sprice, or of spruce and spice. Sprice. Yes. And Sprite. <laughs> Which is Which, not a sponsor. <laughs> no. Stop talking about oh. Sprite. What's wrong with Sprite. Well, nothing. Sprite's delicious, actually. But it's not as good as Baja Blast. Okay. By the way, did you watch that video of that dude drinking every single Mountain Dew that I sent you? No. Go watch that. Is it bad? Oh, dude. He takes 20 ounces of each Mountain Dew, and he pours it into this gigantic mug. It was the one I sent you and Owen Anderson on Facebook. Oh, I forgot to watch that. I was like in the middle of something when you sent it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to go back and watch that. And then I saw you tell Owen, don't do this. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> okay, maybe he throws up at the end. I really don't want to watch this. So he had to 
drink Baja Blast, but he had to go to Taco Bell to get the Baja Blast. But he has this huge wine glass, I guess you could say. Okay. Like a huge wine glass. And he pours every Mountain Dew into it and he drinks it. Oh. Diabetes, dude. Diabetes. (laughs) Yes. Major diabetes. Oh my gosh. How many Mountain Dews is that? I don't know, but it was every single one minus the new Halloween. Or you know how every October they come out with a new one? Yeah, yeah. Every single one except that one. How do you put that much fluid in your body? Uh, Dude, don't ask me, dude. I don't know. Oh my, wow. Okay, now I need to go watch this video. He doesn't puke at the end, right? No, he does not puke. Okay, okay. Well, good. Then I'll probably go watch it then. Thank you for reminding (laughs) me. I totally forgot to watch that when you sent that. Scott, we're going to switch over to FTC, and FTC showed off the card art for the limited edition variant New Jack. They haven't shown off the figure, but they did say in the tweet that there's going to be blood variants. And if you rewind back to 2000, FTC did blood variants on their Legends figures. So I think they're going to be doing blood variants for this one as well. Very cool. I mean, if you had to pull a name out of all of the figures that they've done that would be a blood variant and make sense, dude, it's totally New Jack. Vice was doing a marathon of Dark Side of the Ring, and I watched that New Jack one again, dude. I... That one's hard to watch as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, most of the dark sides of the ring, they are pretty tough to watch. I mean, it's not a feel good story. That's for sure. (laughs) Wait, you mean dark side of the ring is not a happy story? Uh, No. Do you remember back in, I want to say 2016, there was a Kenny Omega that was going to be a variant through Figures Toy Company that never came out. Do you remember that? Barely. He was going to be in long tights instead of the trunks that originally came out. Well... Those long tights, Kenny Omega, have surfaced, and they are available on highspots.com. There are only 245 available and are $150 each. What? And $150 each. Uh, wait a second. Okay, FTC figures are 30 bucks a pop. Correct. High Spots is charging five times that amount? Correct. For the variant unreleased Kenny Omega. Is it signed? No. Did Kenny Omega do that thing that Kiss did with their comic book where they mix their blood into the ink? Did Kenny Omega do that on the card art that's inside the packaging? Kiss really did that? Oh, dude. How am I such a huge Kiss fan and you don't know the story? Have I never told you this? Well, I'm I'm here for it now. Wow. Okay, so Kiss's first comic book through Marvel. It wasn't technically their first appearance because that was in a Howard the Duck comic. But Kiss's first actual comic of just Kiss, the cover, they did this really cool looking cover. But Kiss actually put their blood into the ink that made the, the comic book cover. So every comic that came out, like the whole gimmick was, ooh, this includes Kiss's blood. Kind of gross by today's standards. But back in the 70s, when it went down, it was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I have real Kiss blood in my hands now. This is great. You know, <laughs> us crazy kids back in the 70s. Um, but yeah, that was the whole kissing. That's what I'm wondering. If this actually has Kenny Omega's blood on it, uh, is there a signature of any type? Is there something that, like, did Kenny Omega personally touch every single figure? What makes it 150 bucks that was originally a $30 figure? And $150. Holy crap. I, I'm, I'm waiting for the... Oh, but it has this. Is it numbered? 
Well, there's only 245 available. Understood, but is it individually numbered? Not to my knowledge. Okay. I'm waiting for the but wait, there's more. There is more. So I did reach out to Chris and Chris did give us a little blurb. He said, we had the figure done a while ago with intentions to release, but Kenny's original deal ran out with FTC and we couldn't come to new terms. Then when AEW formed, it pretty much left us with the limited amount we had made to release at the start. In setting up their recent auction with Kenny Omega, High Spots brought up the unreleased figure and a deal was made through High Spots slash Kenny where they would take the stock of it for sale during this appearance and then onto their site. Wow. 150 bucks, huh? $150. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. It's a cool figure. I do like it. But I'm just going to say that I'll pass. And Scott... There is news regarding the AEW video game. Kenny Omega has previously confirmed an All Elite Wrestling video game is in the works. A mobile game may well arrive before the AAA product. However, as the Young Promotion recently filed to trademark, quote, All Elite Wrestling, Elite General Manager, end quote. The cleaner gave an update on the AEW video game during a recent interview with GameStop. The status of the video game is that it's currently in development, Omega said. I can't say too much more other than I am working very closely creatively with a team. And every few weeks, they have very exciting new things to show us. And I believe that we are on the right track because I think we have a good team backing us with a lot of very, very good hands that are very capable. And when I can say more, I certainly will. And I'm really excited to show the first little bit of footage that we have. Kenny continues, so it's a little ways away. We're not going to be competing head-to-head against WWE Battlegrounds anytime soon, but when the game is ready and when it will release, I think it has a very good chance of standing alone as probably the best wrestling product as a video game that you could probably find on the market. That's the hope anyways, end quote. Well, hopefully it's not limited to 245 pieces and costs $150. (laughs) Very well done, Scott. Very well done. Thank you. (laughs) You're still kind of hung up on that, huh? Dude, Uh, look, is this because wrestling figures are so hot right now? Like, is that why that figure is $150? Like, it's just a cash-in? There's probably a lot of legal stuff that went into it, so it's best to just kind of step away and just let High Spots do their thing of why it's so expensive. It's not for me, but look, if you're a Kenny Omega diehard and you have, like, everything Kenny Omega, chances are good you're going to go buy this, especially given that it's under 250 pieces. Go for it. But, I mean, look, I always look at things as what else could I get with that? And if I'm a Kenny Omega fan, I'm probably buying that AEW ring on RSC. That's an exclusive to them. The elite scale ring with the Kenny Omega figure. Probably buying that instead and saving myself like 50 bucks. But that's just me. I'll look forward to the video game. (laughs) That's hopefully not 150 bucks. And Scott, to round out the news, Chella Toys' Nick Aldis card back was shown off. It's very similar to the old school Hasbro style card back. Nick Aldis is standing there in his entrance gear. Uh, the signature is stamped over Nick Aldis. His action is King's Lynn Cloverleaf, which is pretty cool. It's got the action kind of down below. Um, very similar to the old school Hasbro cardback. It says Series 1 near the punch out where the figures hang from the pegs. Oh, that implies more series. 
the card is has a black backing with gold trim and outlines very cool i applaud shella on keeping it true to hasbro I, lo- I applaud them on that. Very well done, guys. Yeah, well done, guys. I wish I had gotten in on that pre-order. I'm sad that I missed out. Excited for those that did get in on that because that's an outstanding looking figure. And by all indications, you put Series 1 on something, chances are good it's going to continue. That that seems to be the intention anyway. So sending good thoughts to those guys. Good luck. Absolutely. Scott, we are going to round out the show with the listener segment. What do you say we jump into it? Let's go talk to him. And I just want to hear from my people. Tell me, can I hear from my people? I just want to hear from my people. And I just want to listen. Scott, our first audio comes from Justin Summers. Let's see what Justin's got to say. Hello, Scott and Jeff. Once again, this is Justin Summers from Wrestling Cheers. Here's a question that I've been meaning to get in for about a month, but kept forgetting to send in a question. And this was prior to last week's question. That question is, what are your favorite underappreciated figure lines? This could be wrestling and it could be non-wrestling. You don't necessarily have to be collecting it now. Maybe you had it when you were a kid, or maybe it's one that you've always had your eye on, but just never pulled the trigger on. But no matter what, you rarely hear it talked about. For me, I have two. Collected them both when I was a kid, eventually got rid of them, and then as an adult, I've kind of looked back and said, ooh, I would really like to pull the trigger on those, and they're not crazy popular. First up is Darkwing Duck. I've had many different phases in my childhood of things I collected and shows that I watched. That kind of went hand in hand back then. And Darkwing Duck had that really cool vibe of basically being Batman, but not to the same caliber. I'm not sure what it is, if you, but if you were a kid in the early 90s, it had to have some sort of soft spot in your heart, especially with all the great shows that were on the Disney afternoon run. Second also comes from the early 90s. It had a successful cartoon, and you know what? It was a little bit before its time. That would be Captain Planet, another great series. had a lot of it as a kid, and like I don't know what happened to it. Even as an only child, I had the Captain Planet board game, which was made from all recycled materials. I recently went to Toy Hunters in Mansfield, Ohio, and they did have some Captain Planet figures, but not necessarily ones that I wanted to start off my set with. But I think eventually, somewhere down the road, I will pull the trigger on both of those lines, and I don't think they're crazy popular. But what lines do you guys have in mind of underrated Toy lines. Two honorable mentions that I'll throw out before I go. Toxic Crusaders and Inspector Gadget. Thank you for everything you guys do. Can't wait to hear your response. And I will take my response off the air. Thank you, Justin, for the question. I had two wrestling toy lines jump into my head immediately when you asked your question. Underappreciated, underrated. And I've said this maybe even since episode one. The AWA Remco line. It's one of those lines that is now starting to get a lot of love. People are starting to look at the figures, see that they're awesome, and you can see the values escalating. In fact, Jeff, uh, to my point, when we went to a toy show, gosh, it's coming up on almost two years ago, a guy had the Summers and Rose set, and he was going to sell me both figures, I think for like 60 bucks, Something like that, yeah. It was insane. 
and I didn't have the cash on me. And I was like, oh, the next time around, I'll see him and I'll get him then. Well, unfortunately, he wasn't at the next one or the one after that. And then COVID hit, no more toy shows. And I figured I would just get it at the next one. Well, his partner, because it, it's two guys that run a toy store in uh, Sacramento. The partner was there, but the dude that handles the wrestling figures was not there. And he hasn't been there since we saw him that one time. His buddy's always there, but he doesn't have the wrestling selection. So needless to say, the Rosen Summers haven't been there. I haven't been able to get them. And now with COVID restrictions, there hasn't even been any toy shows at that San Jose spot. So I missed out on them and they were 60 bucks at the time. But going back to the conversation about value, I couldn't touch even Summers for 60 bucks now. Value is definitely going up as they are with all wrestling figures. We all know this. But the Remcos are definitely gaining in popularity, but it took them a long time. It's one of those that's always overlooked and I feel underrated and I'm a huge fan of the Remcos. Still want to go back and get the Map Manias at some point, but given the current market, A, I can't afford it, and B, I don't know if it's going to drop to even a reasonable value for my budget, so it's kind of a wait and see with those. The other one, Jeff, for me is Just Toys Bendems. I loved Just Toys Bendems. Took a lot of flack when I said that I would mix them in with my Hasbros because Hasbro never got around to a diesel, but Just Toys Bendems had a diesel. And so I would use diesel in there. And I happened to mention that on one of our shows. Oh boy. Talk about people <laughs> grabbing pitchforks and torches. Whoa. That was not okay, apparently. So Just Toys Bendems, I loved the look of them. They were kind of like the Hasbros because Hasbros, we all know and love them because they had that kind of cartoony look to them. And the Just Toys Bendems, to me, at least the earlier series, seemed like they were kind of going along with that. It was almost a continuation, but in bendy form of the Hasbros. Of course, not as good, but maintaining that kind of cartoony, over-the-top look. Like, especially, go look at the Razor Ramon. It had a really cool look to it. And I love the Just Toys Bendems. The last series of them is just an insane amount right now. But the really earlier series that were produced in higher volumes, you can get at a reasonable amount. And to me, those are two wrestling toy lines that I feel are underappreciated and underrated. You know, I think back in the day and a lot of toy lines that were underrated were toy lines that had vehicles with them. Knight Rider. Mask. Mask was kind of popular, but I don't think it ever reached its full potential. I don't know, dude. Mask was pretty. It had a short run when you compare it to like Motu and G.I. Joe, but it was really popular in its heyday. To me, it was popular, but it wasn't like up in the upper echelon of He-Man, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, wrestling figures. It didn't hit that echelon. To me, in my eyes, it should have been up there, but I think it never hit that, and I thought it was underrated. So you mean in relation to like the other big 80s toy lines? Yeah. You feel that, okay. I've got another 80s one for you, dude, and it's actually one that you collected. Fall Guy. Not Fall Guy. <laughs> How about Silverhawks? Oh, good call. Yes. Those figures were awesome. I mean, awesome. Even by today's standards, you go back and look at them. You're like, oh, dude, those are pretty cool. They were metal figures or metal look figures. They weren't actually made of metal, but they were super shiny. They had the gimmick where you like, I think you squeeze the legs together, the arms popped out and the wings. Then you could see the wings. Those yep. figures were incredible. They made vehicles. I think they had a huge play set. Silverhawks were awesome. 
But if you want to talk underrated for the 80s, there were so many good toy lines back then. A lot of stuff kind of just got lost in the shuffle. But Mm -hmm. the Silverhawks, man, they were up there in terms of appearance, offerings, in terms of play sets and vehicles. It it should have been bigger than it was. And I feel that Silverhawks are pretty underrated. That's a good call, dude. I, I feel that same way. Um, I like how mask is now starting to get that underground rumbling now that, and a lot of people are now pushing for it and so much so that it is now going to be put into a live action movie. Uh, That's the word on the street. Yeah. That's the rumor. And yes, you're right. The, the mask waves are really starting to kick in here and you're hearing more about it. And as far as I'm concerned, that's a good thing. It seems like all of those toy lines from the eighties are being, brought back or reanimated if you will they're all coming back right we've got thundercats we've got gi joe motu everything is making a comeback it's time for mask and it's great to hear that at least it's on the horizon and it seems like it's going to happen whether or not it translates to a toy line we'll see but at least it seems like there's some sort of live action coming out of it all right scott quick one toy that you were embarrassed that you liked back in the day embarrassed that i liked yes and since i sprung this question on you i will go first okay care bears had this cloud car (laughs) do you remember the cloud car of course i do because i was embarrassed to collect care bears but i did (laughs) i think we even had the heart house yes we did with the little clouds that you could put sit them in and sleep them in I loved the cloud car. That was one toy. I don't know why, but I would sit down if I would play Care Bears. <laughs> it's funny to look back at, at, in the day, but I did love Care Bears and I loved the cloud car. Well, I'm glad that you decided to share this with the listener base because both of us have officially lost our man cards, Jeff, because we played with Care Bears as kids. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Blame Justin. Listen to you. He set us up. <laughs> uh, yeah. He gave you truth serum and made you say you played with Care Bears. You know what, though? I don't want to overlook Darkwing Duck. I did like Darkwing Duck back in the day. Oh, yeah. Those were awesome. I love that cartoon. So I don't want to overlook his any of his answers. What about Gargoyles? Never played Gargoyles. I know a lot of people that collected them. I think there was a few that a lot of people were on the hunt for, if I'm not mistaken. But I never played Gargoyles. Well, no, I didn't play with them either. But that line fizzled out pretty quick. I think the cartoon did too. The cartoon and then the toy line was gone in a hurry. Uh, Special guest Sean, his wife is a huge Gargoyles fan. She had the Funko Pops and she's had the action figures. It was really popular when it was out and it fizzled out pretty quickly, but the toy line was fantastic. I would say uh, Secret Wars also, the Marvel toy line from the mid 80s. We had superpowers and that had a great run. I don't feel that's underrated at all, but I don't think enough love is given to the Secret Wars line. It was kind of a companion line to superpowers, Obviously, two different properties, DC and Marvel. Outstanding figures, but it just seems like superpowers get way more attention and love. But the Secret Wars figures, they were great. They even had the uh, Spider-Man in the black suit, which was an awesome figure. Wolverine had removable claws. They were some cool-looking figures. You said metal figures, and it got me thinking about Super 7's heavy metal band figures, the reaction and the taller guys. Yeah, Who do you want to see in that? Like if they could get the license, who's one band you would love to see? Ghost. They already have Ghost, but I want to see Ghost in the Ultimates. And I want to see them keep putting out the three and three quarter inch Papa or 
what Shannon's going to kill me. I, I forget Cardinal or whoever. They could even start doing the ghouls and the lady ghouls. Mm-hmm. There's just there's so many different directions they can go in with Ghost because Ghost is always changing their look. So I would like to see them continue on with that. Another one, obviously Metallica, because you can go in all the different years of their career from when they first started out to now. There's so many different looks that they have. Uh, you could do a Cliff figure, which I think would be incredible. You could do a Newstead um, all the way to Trujillo. Mm-hmm. And I think Metallica is very, very deserving of being in that line. It's cool that they have Slayer, Megadeth, Anthrax, but you got to get Metallica in there and then you've got the big four. So I would like to see Metallica next and then for to continue to do uh, ghost figures. And they have to do an ultimate with ghost, be it the Cardinal, Papa, whoever. They've got to do an ultimate. McFarland did a fantastic job with the Metallica figures back in the day. Well, he did a great job with Kiss too. And it's yes. nice to see FTC carrying on that tradition of really, really good Kiss figures. Um, that's why I didn't throw Kiss in there. Kiss already actually has three and three quarter inch figures that are not through Super 7. And those are cool. But FTC is killing it with their line of Kiss figures. Um, more metal bands on the side of Super 7. Jeez. I don't know. How about Phil Demel? I think that'd be awesome. Uh, stay away. Avoid red flags. Phil Demel? Wait, are you thinking Rob Flynn? No, I'm not thinking Rob Flynn. Him too. <laughs> How dare you say a bad word about Phil Demel? Why I oughta. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking Phil Anselmo. Oh, no, but oh, but okay, dude. Now that's a good one. Pantera. Oh, dude, if anybody could get that license. Yes, if Super 7 wants to really kick that metal license into high gear, you get a band like Pantera, and you can start making Dime Figures, Vinnie Paul, Rex, Phil. Oh, man. I'll take my money right now. I'm pre-ordering that set today. And Eskimo Cowboy with that hypa hypa. That would just kick it into a whole different gear. Why do you do this? Why Every episode, why do you do this? Thank you, Justin, for sending in your question. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> You're so disappointed in me. Well, so is Justin. You ruined his question with that. No, I agreed with him on Darkwing Duck. I love Darkwing Duck. Yeah, but then you had to bring the Hypa Hypa song into it. How dare you? Song of 2020. Every week with you with that song. (laughs) I still love that song. Scott, next question comes in from Christopher Dean. He says, hello, guys. Hope all is well with you. Glad to see your dad so happy and grateful regarding the chair. Thank you, Christopher. So after a sucky week, out of curiosity, if you guys had the ear of Steve and Bill, and let's say for fun's sake, there are no restrictions on those who appeared for WWF slash WWE, who do you make? You guys mentioned last week the lines need a fresh coat of paint, so give me some names and new concepts to keep the line going and invigorate it. For me, I'd start a online series, The Vault. It would play host to not marquee names, but still guys with historical significance. I'd pick guys and ladies from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, occasionally from the aughts. What is the aughts, Scott? The 2000s, Jeff. That's what the cool, that's what the cool kids call it, yes. Oh, okay, the young kids are using This is a lower production run with all cloth goods and can be a single tag or group stars first out strike force satin jackets and silver tag titles oh you're you're hitting me in the feels christopher 
we can just stop right there and the question yeah. is already done <laughs> christopher won the show series two raven in all ecw glory so that's my idea i can't wait to hear yours scott you know who needs a figure jeff who's that bull nakano oh very toyetic Yes, extremely. And here we go with face paint again, right? That always seems to be a running theme with me. I think Bull Nakano absolutely deserves a figure. She was kind of in a bad era of WWF where it was just uh, that mid-90s. But Bull Nakano was a force, dude. She was fantastic. I'm going to pull another one out. And I've mentioned him before, but Hakushi. He needs a Mattel figure. There's no doubt about it. Look, you gave us Isaac Yankum. We need Hakushi. I know the Isaac Yankum was way easier to get because you already could do Kane. But Hakushi needs a figure. And, okay, this one might not be super popular. But given the popularity of Hasbro figures right now, how about a smoking guns? With the hats, the cloth vests, or dusters? Mm -hmm. I think the smoking guns would be a cool set of figures. Obviously the hold up there is Billy Gunn because he's with AEW. But that's kind of like my mid 90s if you want to go like Christopher's idea with a vault. But I'm thinking more instead of sprucing it up or as you say Jeff sprucing it up, uh instead of creating something entirely different, they brought back the Legends line. We need new versions of those guys that we can't touch on the secondary market given their current value and obviously demolition legion of doom king kong bundy big john stud uh mr perfect even though they did the wrestlefest inspired one but these are guys that we want to continually buy but have dried up uh, chances are good we're not going to get a jimmy jimmy superfly snooker anytime soon but just those guys that go for so much money on the secondary market, uh, the Brainbusters. but unfortunately they're with AEW, so they may end up in their Legends line. But Demolition especially, they've got to get new figures in. So if I've got Steve and Bill's ear, that's what I'm pushing for. Guys, let's go get these guys that we were making figures of in the early like 2010, 2011, 2012 era. Let's go get those guys again and put a, not necessarily a fresh coat of paint, but throw them into the Legends line and let's see what happens. Because I guarantee those of us that don't want to pay $250 for a full set of Demolition will gladly put our pre-orders down at 20 bucks a pop for Axe, Smash, and Crush. Give us Adam Bomb too. That would be a cool one to throw in there. You could even do a cloth singlet on them with the goggles. That'd be a cool figure. I'm going to throw one name that we haven't gotten a figure of in a long, long time. And it's a figure that Mattel has never done. And I'm going to say Test. Oh, that's a good one, dude. Again, don't know if they have the rights to him. We always got to throw in that little caveat. Yeah, but if you have their ear, you can kind of push them in that direction. I think that's what Christopher is saying. Like, all gloves are off and you can push them in a certain direction. I think Test is a great call. We haven't had a test figure in a long time. A long time. Mattel has never done a test figure. Test was pretty popular back in the day. Why not Why not a test figure? Great call. I think a lot of people would be all over that one. Ooh, what about the headbangers? Yeah, headbangers wouldn't be a bad one. You could do cloth shirts, the cloth kilts. That would be awesome. Put them in their old school headbangers t-shirt from WWE. Yep. Uh, another one... And I'm rehashing a lot of the names, but Nikita Koloff, I'd want. 
Yes. So you want to differentiate him from his Jack's classic, put him in the black singlet that he would wear with the Russian flag on the front. Didn't they do that in the two pack with Ivan? No, they were in the red. Uh, uh, what was his single card? Was that red also? That was red also. Oh, so they never even did the black with the, the sickle on it. Nope. Oh yeah, there you go, dude. And you could even do it in cloth. And One Man Gang. Yes. Those are the ones that are standing out right now. And I just mentioned a lot of legends. 90s guys, I agree with you on Hakushi. Hakushi did have a figure over in Japan, but I think having an American figure from Mattel would be, I think that would be a home run. 80s, man. What about the Killer Bees? Bingo. Done. Right there. We haven't had Killer Bees since the Jack Classic 2-pack. And I think Mattel could knock those two out of the park, especially if you put masks with them. I think that would be incredible. Now they did have the Jack's classic two pack that did come with the masks, but yes. what if you threw the jackets on them to kind of add a little bit more to it? Even better, even better. And you could put those yellow and black air Jordans on them money, but would they sell? Well, that's not our concern, right? We're just telling Bill and Steve, Hey guys, go get these guys, <laughs> go get these guys under a deal. And we're just going to make figures. And they would look at us being like, you guys don't understand business. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we do. We see we see dollar signs from our wallets. Yeah, they're like, what is this, your first day on the job? We're like, yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It is, yeah. Go get the killer bees, please. Stop asking questions. Just go. I don't pay you to think. Thank you, Christopher, for your question. Scott, last question of the week comes in from Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here back with that weekly question. This week, I wanted to ask you guys, what features would you like to see Wicked Cool Toys AEW entrance set have for me i want the set to be just like aew's entrance setup with the tunnel wrestlers come out of we really haven't gotten a playset of an entrance like that with the exception of a printout from the extreme sets speaking of the tunnel if the set is plastic having lights in the tunnel is a must-have that's a great call I can't speak for everyone in the figure photography group, but I can tell you if the playset had that feature, I'd be using it all the time. JT, you kind of stole my idea regarding the tunnels having the lights inside them. I think that's a fantastic idea. But if you want to sprice it up, we're going to use that word again. (laughs) Why don't you have different accessories that would make a pay-per-view? For example, for Double or Nothing in Vegas, they had these huge dice why don't you have some dice that you could put out there and it makes it feel like it's double or nothing, but they can do stuff that makes it feel like it's a different pay-per-view and give it that entrance setup feel. So like you would be playing with your matches, you're booking your cards, and then you hit double or nothing, you put out the dice, you put out the poker chips, and your card is there for double or nothing. That would be something that they could add on to. Yeah, and it's almost like an accessory pack, right? So like you buy the entrance stage and it's basic and it's got the tunnel with the lights as you and JT mentioned, but then they've got like extra stuff that you can purchase. Almost like downloadable content for your video game, but you're basically just buying pay-per-view accessories so you can dress up your arena. I like that idea a lot. That's a really good idea. What about a golf cart? So Matt Hardy can like run people over. (laughs) You could do that. Uh, They need to make the Jericho cruise. Oh my gosh, like a whole ship. Yes, a whole ship. In scale. Yes, so we can play in our bathtubs like we used to when we were kids. And (laughs) what are you laughing about over there? Yeah, just make sure you don't leave any brown submarines in the pool or in the bathtub. (laughs) 
like you always did. You got your rubber ducky on one side and you got the Jericho cruise on the other. <laughs> what? You laugh at me, but this is money, Scott. This is money, I tell you. Why is this water bubbling so much? <laughs> JT, thank you for your question. You, unfortunately, rings and play sets are not on Wrestling Toy Tracker. Actually, that'd be kind of cool. Remember those rings, those themed rings that the Jacks used to come out with in the day? Yes. Ooh, put those on there. See, that would be cool. Because they had the Jake, they had the Piper. Yep. Carlito. Well, that'd be cool. Anyways, but they're not on there just yet. But I'm giving them ideas. But... What you can find over there is the prices of LJNs, Gloobs, Hasbros, Retros, Defining Moments, and Just Toys Bendems over at WrestlingToyTracker.com where you can find the prices on carded and loose figures of those lines that I just previously mentioned. So if you are in the market for any of those and you're going back and backfilling any figures, Head on to WrestlingToyTracker.com to make sure you are getting the fair value. Scott Eaglemoss. Yes, guys, if you have a pop culture or a WWE fan in your life and you're looking for a gift for that certain someone, look no further than Eaglemoss. You can give them a follow on Twitter at HeroCollector underscore. They have a bunch of properties under their umbrella from DC, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, you name it, chances are good, they've got it. I do want to point out with Eagle Moss, they do have a bunch of new statues on the way from Hogan to Andre. They've even got some signed versions coming out of The Fiend and Jeff Hardy. Go give them a look if any of this interests you, which it should. If you are a WWE fan, you definitely want to take a look at their statues. Go check them out on Twitter at HeroCollector underscore. You, you can subscribe to their service where they send you the figures. You don't even need to go pre-order them. You're just signed up they ship them to you they will send you a display ring to put the statues in go give them a look on twitter at hero collector underscore did you say hova or hogan uh i said hogan i don't think they're making a hova statue yet they're still trying to perfect the beard before they release pictures (laughs) because it is a perfect beard so eagle moss wants to get it right it's a glorious beard that hova has heavenly even (laughs) so soft to the touch (laughs) also i'm gonna throw it back to the podcast buddies breaker and bane of course breaker and bane over there doing toy talk wrestling talk and they have a guest in each week this week it is chris d petrillo so you can get the latest update from the man himself over at figures toy company so go check out breaker and bane's power hour Doing the favor, I'm wearing their shirt right now, their tank top right now, their first design done by the great Jason Wolf. I am wearing that tank right now, but I want you guys to go check out their show, Doing the Favor, on iTunes, but also hit up their website, doingthefavor.com. They have a slew of stuff going on over there. They've got the UPCs. They've got the codes for all BrickSeek and PopFinder. So go check out doingthefavor.com. Also check out our buddies PPW Podcast, Eric and Steve over there doing a fun retro show on wrestling. So again, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast or PPW Podcast. I want you to check out Federation Fanatic Podcast. We mentioned Owen Anderson earlier because he's a huge Mountain Dew nut. But while you are cracking open your Mountain Dew, why don't you listen to the Federation Fanatic Podcast where Owen does old school wrestling. You heard Justin earlier from the Wrestling Cheers podcast. 
And we want you guys to go listen to that show, Northeast Wrestling, Independent Wrestling, I should say, podcast. So go if you're in the Northeast Ohio or just in Ohio, go check out the Wrestling Cheers podcast. Check out our buddy RJ over at the Ringside Rant podcast. He just had on the Von Eric boys over there. Great get. Congrats on that, RJ. Yes. Excellent job, RJ. Check out Rucker and White Marty over at Boots to the Face. Rucker just did it, got a huge score, dude. He got the Vader Elite 31. Ooh, very nice. Let's add Vader to the list of guys that need to be re-released by Mattel, too. I think that's going to be happening. I have a I have a good feeling that that's going to be happening. Check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling as well. Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. And Scott, Drunk Wrestling History. What you got? Yes, give us a follow on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Drunk. Our latest episode covers the American badass version of The Undertaker. Not Undertaker's entire career. Just that little snippet where he was the American badass. Spoiler, it's my favorite version of The Undertaker. If that interests you, check us out. You can find our podcast everywhere that you download Fully Posable at. And again, we're on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Drunk, where we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. And also check out Lucha Libre Figures and Facts, part of the Lucha Central network scott roll call yes guys this week's roll call is going to be all about the man himself jason wolf give him a follow on twitter at jason wlf better yet go to his website doyle d-o-y-l-e draws.com jason has all of his artwork posted there if you need to get in touch with him to get a commission going you can touch base with him there but here's what i want you guys to check out You need to follow his social media. He's also on Facebook. Give him a follow. Check him out because he is now doing custom Hasbro figures. The first one out of the shoot was... Now, these are available for sale. These aren't for his own personal collection. These are for sale. First one out of the shoot was Zeus. What separates these from your run-of-the-mill Hasbro is that they are articulated and held together by magnets. So there's no chance of breaking an action on the figure, like the springy punch arm, but it's held together by magnets instead. So you're not going to break your actions. If an arm falls off, you just snap it back on. It's all held together. The head, the shoulder joint, the waist, everything is held together by magnets. It's an ingenious design. His first one out of the shoot was Zeus, sold out immediately. He's going to be putting another one up for sale. And it's going to be Hogan from the Stand Back video. And he's going to be in the tux with the cutoff sleeves. You can get that figure for 40 bucks. The Zeus had a custom card back. The Hogan is going to be exactly the same. Going to have a custom Hasbro card back. The figure or the, the design of the figure is drawn by Jason himself. Figure is 40. For an extra 10, you get the deluxe version. The deluxe version is going to come Jeff like Hogan in the stand back video, going to come with an electric guitar accessory. In addition to that, there was one other person in the video that also had a tuxedo with no sleeves. That other person was Randy Macho Man Savage. So, to be able to double either Hogan or Savage, there is an additional head included with the deluxe version of Macho Man, who is going to have the black headband, black sunglasses, And will mirror what he looked like in the stand back video. So your tuxedoed figure can now either be Hogan or it can be Savage. The best part of all this is this is going to be a running trend with Jason. He's going to continue to put out limited run 
custom Hasbro look figures that don't have a breakable action, but are just held together by magnets. Beautiful work done by Jason, as you would expect. If you've seen his artwork, you know exactly what to expect from him. The Zeus was incredible, sold out immediately. I expect the same from Hogan. He's teasing more in the future, Jeff. Tugboat, for example. We didn't get a tugboat from Hasbro, but Jason will hook you up. It looks like these are these are just rumors. This is what I'm hearing. Word on the street. He's also going to be doing the Legion of Doom. Better yet, he's going to be doing the Road Warriors, Jeff, in the black tights, the NWA face paint, not the Legion of Doom from WWF. We have those from Hasbro. Jason's going to be doing an NWA or AWA version of the Road Warriors. So, what I want you guys to do, make sure you're following him on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. He's on Twitter at Jason WLF. Give him a follow. He's doing teasers on these things. He's posting videos. You got to pay attention because if you miss the announcement that it's set for pre-order, let me do that. If you miss the announcement that he set it up for pre-order, you're screwed. It's going to sell out. It's going to be gone and you missed out. So give Jason a follow. He's not just artwork. He's also custom figures now. Give him a follow on Twitter at Jason WLF or go straight to his website where you can pick up his artwork as well or get in touch with him. Doyle, D-O-Y-L-E, draws.com. And Jeff, that rounds out Roll Call. And Scott, that rounds out episode 246. Anything else? Taco Bell, I'm still waiting on your announcement that you were just kidding about the Mexican pizza death. When's the when's the official last date? Uh, it's got like a month left. All right, I got to get one in. Ugh. Man, do you remember that meme where the, the guys were carrying out the coffin, but instead of a coffin, it was a Twinkie? Yes. When Twinkies went away, yep. I'm waiting for the, the same meme, but the guy's holding a Mexican pizza. <laughs> I will shed tears. And sad, sad day. Taco Bell, I'm waiting on you that you're bringing it back and you were just kidding about it going away. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Fig Life since 2016. And happy toy hunting. I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 246, hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Uh, yeah. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.